Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fan-frickin-tastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nathaniel Paul Thurston. Across from me is Mr. Charles, tallest libertarian that there is, Thompson. Big L libertarian. Anyway, how's it going today? Well, if these were real liberty-loving friends of ours, mm-hmm. they would be part of the live group. They would be well, part the, of the people group. hanging out with us right now are are yeah. real liberty-loving friends. The rest of you just listening on the podcast need to go to joingmail.com so you could be a real friend. Yeah, we I, like real friends. I even saw someone came out as a real libertarian earlier, and we appreciate that. Okay, Look at that that's great. Thank that's, you. That's what. That's what keeps the lap dances going for the big guy over here. Yeah, grab that net and catch that beautiful butterfly, pal. All right, listen, it is Wednesday, which means it's kind of White Pill Wednesday, where we try to throw a few good stories You've changed in the mix. It. it used to just be White Pill Wednesday, yeah. it's, but now it's kind of White Pill because it's hard to find the stories out difficult. there. Yeah. It is. We're trying our hardest, and we, I mean, we've got a few good things in here, and some things that I consider good that maybe other people won't. I don't know. I'm not sure. Charlie and I are both very tired today. I'm I'm borderline slurry my speech because um I gotta say something to you. Okay. Your lisp has gotten worse. It's bad today. I'm this day. I don't time to control. You do a really good job of masking it. I pay attention. And today, yeah. Going all over the place. Strong. If you don't know, if you haven't heard us talk about it before, well, Charlie didn't get any sleep. He's tired. I have narcolepsy and I require medication for it, but I forgot to go get my medication. He's addicted to big pharma. I am. Yeah. Just I'm on shoveling money on, on over to him. Okay. Well, it's White Pill Wednesday. Uh, thank you for joining us. Follow, subscribe, all those good things. Probably find some, some meth not too far from here. I we bet. could. I'm just not sure, you know, with inflation, I don't know what the good price, prices are these days. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, that's the biggest problem. And whether or not it has fentanyl in it, you don't need any fentanyl. I actually do plan to start off with a legit white pill positive message, Charlie. I know that we're like joking around about it and everything, but I actually do intend to start off with a white pill message. Here's a video of us bombing Iraq like 20 years ago. All right. Now, this was uh, 20 years ago on Monday and everyone was talking about it. Why is that a white pill? Well, Charlie, let me tell you, I don't know if you remember, but I remember this very clearly. Even that ambulance right there, I remember that ambulance very clearly. When I was in high school, you know, when I was, when I was a youngin, we watched this happen on TV. If, I, if I'm not misremembering correctly, I'm pretty sure we watched this in class as it happened. It was maybe like 1 p.m. And, oh, hey, look, kids. We're bombing this country to keep everyone safe. And I remember... In the middle of the night. Yeah. And I remember being so excited about this. Like, yeah, yeah, man, this is amazing. America! Look, they're putting boots and asses there. Exactly. Turn the sand into glass. I was so pumped about this. Uncle Sam put her name at the top of his list. And I... <laughs> exactly. Statue of Liberty started shaking and then, her face. I mean, he's more excited like that. I was, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, where were you? <laughs> and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So, why is this a white pill? I had a George W. Bush bumper sticker on my car. I was raw, raw, blow up, invade these countries, force them into democracy. We're going to spread Americanism Kill around. Kill terrorists. Every one of them people that just got hit are terrorists. I know it because Cole and Powell said they were, okay? Mm, they and hate our freedom. They hate us because we're free. Bush and all the other people, all those people. So, once again, why is this a white pill? Charlie, it turns out people can be very strongly convicted about things, and they can change. They can change, Charlie. What we're, do you think about that? We're proof. We we're are. Proof of change. Now, that mean, were, you were kind of the same way, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought Obama was a, a Muslim terrorist and mm-hmm. infiltrate still, the United to States. To be fair, he could still be. Yeah, he we was don't... Gonna, well, he was going to infiltrate 
the United States from the inside and win the presidency, and then he was going to put us all in prison camps. Mm-hmm. That's yep. what I, I thought he was going to turn the whole U.S. into Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> all right. That's what I, I legit thought that because yep. Michael Savage told me so. <laughs> well, I used to listen to Michael Savage a lot too. I know you, you, we, you and I both used we to did. listen to the AM radio. We did. Didn't even turn on the FM. No, just AM. Yeah. It's like 1510 or something like that. I don't just remember what it was. AM talk radio, station. baby. God, right, we so. were so popular in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. We were killing it with the ladies, man. Man, man ladies, <laughs> you'll hear what Michael Savage said yesterday. Taking a girl out on a date, (laughs) flip the radio on. (laughs) No, this is important. This is important. You want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The reason this is a white pill, once again, is that I know everything just looks terrible, and it looks like it's all beyond disrepair. (laughs) I've said a couple of those so far today. I don't know if they actually make sense. Everything's beyond repair. But if you speak the truth, there's a chance. Now, I was turned by this guy by the name of Dr. Ronald Paul. I don't know what his middle name is. In my head, I've always called him. I don't know. I don't even know if his name is Ronald. I don't think it's Ronald. As far as I know, I think it's Ron. It could just be Ron. I'm not sure. Ron? That's that's fine. But I, and it wasn't because he. Ronoceros? He came up to us and he had a video and he was like, you're stupid. You guys are ridiculous. Everything that you guys think is so dumb. We don't even need you in our country at all. Once you just go back to whence thou came. And that that's not what he was doing. He just went up there and he just said what the truth was. And maybe, maybe people who are open to skepticism, uh, open to change, heard that. And they moved in the right direction. I wanted to really. Well, I remember pretty clearly that, you know, and so in 08, when I saw him on the debate stage, I was just like, part of, part of me was like, oh, that makes a little bit of sense. But at the same time, we got to vote for. You're like, Ooh, those... We got to vote for Mitt Romney. Have here. to. Wasn't it Mitt Romney? But 08 was John McCain. Oh, McCain. Mm-hmm. So we got to vote for McCain. Then that guy died later. But he was alive during He was this. still alive during that time. He was still alive time. during this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had to Wait, vote. wait, let me fact check. He was alive during the 2008 thing, yeah. Probably still had a tumor and just didn't know about it yet. Whatever it was, it was bad. He had brain brain tumors. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and then, and so that seed, the idea seed was planted inside my mind. It was incepted into your brain. Then that started sprouting. And in 2012, I still thought we needed to vote for the lesser of two evils. However, Ron Paul really got to me and then i read his book liberty defined and that's when everything you start you started with liberty defined i think so i, think I did that, that was, one next i did revolution first and then i think then it was liberty, liberty defined. defined was the first yeah. one i don't even think i've read revolution which is a shame i should probably read that one but it was liberty defined and um i learned about the fed ending the fed and, and sound money Mm. All these things, and my mind was just completely blown away. There was a new world. There was a new belief system. You didn't have to be Democrat or Republican. You could actually believe in liberty and freedom, what we all should stand for. And that was uh, that was our hero, Ron Paul. It's going to be now, really sad th- when that guy— it, it is. It will be. Don't say no it. No longer Don't here. say I'm it. I'm just saying it's going to be sad. This sounds like a big tribute to Ron Paul, but we're just talking about how we were turned from hardcore right-wing extremist— a MAGA hat wearing, even back then we were wearing MAGA hats. And, Dr. Um, Ron Paul was performing Liberty Inversion. <laughs> liberty Conversion. Conversion. Therapy. Yeah. Therapy. Yeah. It was. <laughs> and it used to be way cheaper back then. Yeah, shock you therapy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, all right, people can change. That is our, that is what gets us up in the morning. Is that the still only white bill we have? And do, basically, it's downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, um, that, but. But just so you know, this isn't all pointless, okay? This, I just wanted to mention this real quick. We, we can't don't even, let the idea of liberty die. We can't. That's how the terrorists win. Because if we get so pessimistic, then we may never see freedom again. We, we might we have to keep well, talking about it. We probably won't. But I mean, <laughs> wait, White Pill Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of news of the day. Not exactly white pill, but the grand jury that was, you know, this big indictment and Trump arrest was supposed to happen this week. They canceled their meeting for today. The grand jury did, and and they're on call for tomorrow. There's word circling around that 
it's not all as hunky dory there in the DA's office as people thought, because it turns out a lot of people think this is an unwinnable case and that it's just going to look ridiculous and it's just going to hurt Donald Trump. And so they, we'll see, they could be backing help. off on it's this. It's going to help Donald Trump, not hurt. Help. I said hurt. It's help. Thank you for that right there. There's the other thing is, here's a question. Do you think the secret service would actually allow them to arrest I, I don't know. President. We've got no precedent on arresting the pres- president. No, no precedent on yeah. presidents set. I'm sure they, they kind of have to, right? I don't know. I that's mean, an, that's a really they interesting conundrum. The, conundrum states, for the secret service in. works for the yeah. federal government. You know, they're kind of like Trump's personal bodyguards. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like, what do you do? Do you, does a federal officer take orders from a state officer? You get like a Waco situation between the Secret Service and like the it's, FBI when they come in there, yeah. do you think? I think it's worth a shot. I think the state police have F-14s. Yeah, they can't do anything. To fight the Secret Service? The, the other part of this that I'm seeing swirling around the Twitter sphere is that Alvin Bragg has been caught hiding nearly 600 pages of exculpatory evidence from the grand jury, and that's why they've actually backed off on this thing. God, this whole Soros-funded, too. I know. This comes from the Play Gateway off Pundit. Of George Soros. I don't trust the Gateway Pundit. Um, there's a lot of news organizations that I really don't trust, and there's a lot of them on the more on the right that really editorialize and make things seem like they're way more sure than what they are. They'll take, like, two words and put quotes around it, and then they'll write all their own stuff around the quoted words. Uh, so... You got to be careful on that. To me, this is not totally confirmed yet, but uh, but we'll see. So that's just a little bit of news of the day. Um, you know that banking. Uh, here's just a little, you know, uh, market in action. Okay, I mean, in all is action, quiet, not in action. From what I hear, all is quiet on the Western Front. That's true too. Did you watch that? No. Okay. Well, SoFi. I'm saying that's what I heard. SoFi is going to be boosting their FDIC insurance coverage to two million dollars. For checking and savings members. Now, that's not because they're getting the government to insure them. Remember, the government is only going to be insuring people at really important, well-connected banks to up to whatever amounts the ones that they can't want to be. fail. Yeah, those. All the other banks, you're screwed at the 250. And I know most of the people here, other than Charlie, listening to me say this right now, don't care about the 250 thousand dollar thing because they're well under it, you know. But Charlie, I want to let you know that SoFi is going to be doing insurance of the $2 million, and not along with the government. They're actually forming an insurance partnership with 12 banks uh, to come together, essentially, to spread out their risk and offer anyone who starts an account with them to have insurance up to $2 million. They're trying to take the stragglers. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this is not an advertisement for SoFi, definitely not for buying their stock or anything, because, good Lord, I mean, I guess maybe some of the meme stocks have been jumping lately but i just think it's cool to see banks coming together and deciding to spread out their risk between one another and doing it privately essentially what happens here is if you were to put that much in sofi and some other banks already do this um but they're the uh what what would happen is it would automatically be spread out among the other member banks you would still have access to it from sofi but they're going to take it and spread it out among all the other ones in two hundred fifty thousand dollar increments uh, so the full thing is insured. That's the way that that would work. Not bad. So it looks I, like they also offer four percent. That's pretty good. Or this sounds like an average. You have direct on. deposit. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, what's this tweet from President Biden? Say the the white pill is the response to it. All right, President Biden tweets out. Look, oh, he says that. It's Let no me, joke. It's no joke. Let me be clear. Look, here's the deal. Look, fat. I think you should be able to be a billionaire if you can earn it, but just pay your fair share. I think you ought to pay a minimum tax of 25%. It's about basic fairness. Fairness is basic, folks. This little meme that he posted. You know the average tax billionaires pay? 3%. No billionaire should be a, paying a lower tax than somebody working as a school teacher or a firefighter. God. Sometimes <laughs> we had to debunk this stupid fucking study. But here's, so yeah, of course, he's using numbers from the that Saws and Zuckman 
It's like a, it's like a spreadsheet that Sam Bankman-Fried put together. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then everybody uses it as gospel. Look at gospel, this. Gospel. The new Twitter to the rescue. Well, that's because a billionaire owns Twitter, Nate. And he actually responded to this tweet and tagged Community Notes and asked if it was correct. And then like a day later, comes out here and oh, really? they say, this is incorrect. New Twitter. It says, readers added context they thought people might want to know. This is incorrect. Fact check false. <laughs> Average income tax rate in 2020 was 13.6%. Top 1% of taxpayers paid a 25.99% average rate, more than eight times higher than the 3.1% average rate paid by the bottom half of taxpayers and increased from 20.1% in 2019 to 22.2% in 2020. That's from taxfoundation.org. Well, I wanted to go through a few things on this uh this this link that millions of people have had the opportunity to go and see 21.2 million views and so that this is pretty cool now they they go through and you can see now first off what he's talking about are billionaires when we talk about the top one percent billionaires would be more in the top 0.1 percent of that so the number could be different but what they are using here probably top 0.01 percent they're meshing together the uh pro publica report uh, and using unrealized gains and what amount of taxes a billionaire paid versus what their unrealized gains were. So just completely going outside how we define income and how it's taxed. And they're combining together the Saws and Zuckman study saying uh, that billionaires and millionaires pay a lower percentage than school teachers and, and firefighters uh, on that. That's so, how they didn't use police there. They've got a new, the last time we saw this uh, was from 2017. So we have an updated version of this. High income taxpayers paid the highest average income tax rates. The top 1% average income tax rate was 26%. The bottom 50%, the average rate was 3.1%. According to the right-wing extremist group, taxfoundation.org. And so, and so that's, that's cool. Uh, there's a few things that were, oh, the top 1% share of income taxes. Their share of the income taxes has increased over time. All right. That makes sense. Their wealth has increased over time. Even since that, in, that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act from the evil Emperor Trump. 2018, I believe, wasn't it? Uh, Twenty. I think that's the first year it was in effect. Yeah. yeah. So then look, it actually went straight up. up since 2018. So that's the, the share of the income taxes increasing over time. And that's because, so, all right, cut taxes, right? That means more money gets to enter into productivity. More money enters into productivity, then more wealth is generated. Mm -hmm. Wealth is generated, people pay themselves more. When you pay themselves more, even though it's a lesser percentage, it, it, you would rather have a lesser percentage of more money than a high percentage of like less money. I see you bought into all the trickle down economics propaganda that Reagan was drilling into your head. Yeah, I mean, I read the trickle down economics book that mm -hmm. somebody put out. I, it was Milton Friedman, I think, yeah, put it out there. Yeah. Coined the term. Look at this. Half, That's a joke, by the way. Half of taxpayers, the top 50% of taxpayers paid 97.7% of all of the federal income taxes. The top half of taxpayers. This is going to be a real problem. 90. It is a problem. For sure. Yeah. Bottom. Delicious. Share of total income taxes paid by bottom 50%, 2.3%. Okay. Now, to me, when you talk about, he says, pay your fair share. He doesn't say, I want you to pay more. Anything like that? He says, "Pay your fair share." So when What's you say, fair? "What is your share?" Well, the top one percent pay twenty-two point two percent of all of the income taxes that come in. Just one percent of the income earners pay twenty-two point two percent of all of it. So I I think we're at more than fair share, but of course we're all talking about stolen money in the first place. So we're arguing again about something that we you know, don't even like in the first place. One more thing. You know that evil, evil Tax Cuts and Jobs Act? 
which lowered taxes for the rich, of course. Turns out, everyone's taxes went down after the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Every, everyone's uh, average tax rate went down after that went into place. So even for the bottom 50%, it goes from 4% in 2017 down to 3.4% the first year that was enacted and down the 3.1% in 2020, but then we got some COVID money coming into that. And it's also the case that for the top 1%, it went from 26.8 down to 25.4. They then they, back up to 26. Yeah, and then it went back up a little bit uh, while most of all the other ones went down, actually, again. And then the uh, top 1% went up a little bit. Actually, it went down in all three of these years. It's been creeping back up. Huh. How about that? Interesting. <clears throat> How about that? One more. You see, one thing I consider to be a white pill, so I said some people wouldn't think it was a white pill, is when we get to present some data to prove people's ideas wrong. It's, I like being right. Fact I'm, check. I like fact check false. I'm not trying to be mean to anyone. It's just, here's the truth about it. You can say whatever you feel about these things, and I understand that that's how you feel about it. But let me just show you the numbers. Let me, let me say this. You're welcome to feel that way. People are welcome to feel that way. I don't want to change your feelings. <laughs> gotta but there is an objective truth. We got a response from Nina Turner today. I saw this. Um, she was talking about how I didn't put the original post. Uh, it had something to do with how uh, cancer treatment or cures or whatever should not be for profit. You shouldn't profit off of she treating was quoting, or curing well, cancer. Well, she was quoting a Bernie Sanders tweet. Was she? Talking about cancer. Cancer? Yeah. So I how, said. And how big pharma I just made a simple statement. I wanted to say more, but I said profits make things cheaper and more abundant. Now, that's something that almost no one will actually agree with. It, even people on the right who talk about Friedman or Soul or whatever emotionally will think that profit makes things more expensive. Uh, but I, that's, that's not the case. If you look at something that's not, hey, you know, our government is a nonprofit. Whole thing, big old nonprofit <laughs> corporation. Everything they do is more expensive than everyone, the way everyone else does it because they don't actually have a profit incentive to keep whatever's left over. Should we make the government for profit? Maybe. You know? How about Maybe. that? They might cut some waste. Because they can use force. You know? It might cut, it might cut waste, though, or they might use their guns yeah. to just force. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, Nina replied to your tweet. Or your, I guess your reply to her, and she said, "We currently have a for-profit healthcare system, yet the number one reason of bankruptcy in this country is medical debt, and we're seeing a shortage in certain prescription drugs." Your hypothesis is wrong, Nathaniel. Nina just told me that my hypothesis was wrong. Mm. Mm. God, I'm so first, we'll take apart the first phrase there. We currently have a for-profit healthcare system. No, we don't. Well, we have a for-profit system. No, we don't. They make profits. It's mixed, it, yeah. by the way. Well, I, okay, I know what you mean. Yeah. Not all, the, so a lot of your large healthcare institutions are not for-profit. They're non-profit, actually. Mm -hmm. So like uh, St. Thomas, huge hospital system across the United States. There's other Catholic hospitals. The Mayo Clinic, Vanderbilt, Bunch of major institutions. All your uh, most of your college, um, university medical centers are all nonprofit. There's a there are some for profit corporations out there, absolutely. But the to to generalize the healthcare system as just a for profit system is wrong. Actually, it's also important to note that while a lot of them it's also are not free market, there's that while a lot of them are for profit. Uh, Systems and corporations, they exist in a essentially government-run healthcare system, and they do not exist in a free market healthcare system. So she could be right that having for-profit healthcare corporations in a government-run system, for example, we have, we have companies that make our bombs, and they make our planes and our ships, 
Here's some the military industrial complex. Let me get some numbers for you. They so. charge a ton of money for the things that they make, and they are for-profit companies, but those are essentially government apparatus, ap apparati. Here's some numbers for you from UCF.edu. 60% um, of community hospitals are nonprofit. All community health centers are nonprofit. Almost 30% of nursing homes are nonprofit. And about 17% of home health care agencies are estimated to be nonprofit. So 60% of community hospitals. That's, a, that's a pretty good profit. amount. 60% of community hospitals. The exec, their executive teams still make oh, yeah. a lot of money. You know, that's, of course they do. But it's nonprofit. They're not seeking a profit. That's just the salary that they need to be able to work in a nonprofit. All right, so we're talking numbers here for a second. Take a look at this. Now, maybe this is part of it, Nina. And we talk about why healthcare is so expensive and we have a for-profit system. Let's look at 1970. Uh, the share of national health expenditures. So people spending money on healthcare. In 1970, 32.7% of the health expenditures were out of pocket. 327 In 2021, that's down to 10.2%. Okay? Private health insurance was 20.4% in 1970. In 2021, that went up to 28.5%. Here's the shocking one. Public health insurance. So Medicaid and Medicare, essentially, with along with some others, Veterans Affairs, stuff like that. 22% in 1970, and it's up to 42.5% now. And then other, which I don't know exactly what it could be. It says uh, Indian Health Service and other state and local programs. Okay. So still public. <laughs> still public. <laughs> so, okay. So the private share, if we can do some quick math, in 1970 was 53.1% of private including health insurance, the private share. And in 2021, that was, what did I say? 52.1%, 53.1%. 53.1, 50, yep. In 2021, it's down to 38.7%. And that massive jump from pu public health insurance, 22 up to 42.5. Almost doubled. Now that's government payer for the healthcare. And what do we know about the cost of something when the government is paying for it. Does it go down, Nina? Can name me one thing that the, the true cost, not what someone pays at the register, name me one thing the government pays for, the cost goes down. Someone, anyone in the live group? I mean, your coronavirus vaccine was free. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Completely free. Yeah. No money exchanged for that thing. So maybe there's another reason other than the fact that it's for profit. And I bet you, I, I bet you, you could look at the number, the profits, like the total amount of profits that came from those companies. And I bet you it barely makes a dent in the national health expenditures. You know, just like a, it's going to be a very small, even if it's 8%. Which I know health health insurance companies get about three to four percent profit. Now, healthcare corporation, the hospital corporation, stuff like that. I don't know what they might be at. Say it's eight, even if it's ten percent of the money. If you remove that profit incentive, I guarantee you that the actual amount of money that is paid will go up. And that sounded like a Cajun guarantee. So. Guarantee you. Yeah. Oh. Speaking you, of, so you know it's real. You know it's a real guarantee. Speaking of, as the it's public, the the public health expenditures were twenty two percent in nineteen seventy, now up to forty two point five percent in twenty twenty one. Let's look at the national health expenditures cost from nineteen seventy up to twenty twenty one. That's weird. Yeah, that's another weird one right there. Huh. Um, inflation. Uh, it's going up. Constant $2021 uh, puts it around $400. What's this going to be? Per person or what? $400 up to 4000 something from 1970 up to 2021. 
That's up. That's, that's I just checked. What ten, is that? Ten times. Yeah. That, that's up hundred hundred per thousand percent. Mm-hmm. One thousand percent. How about that? Oh, speaking of healthcare, I guess we'll get on to this uh we'll play this Fauci Fauci video. Mr. Where is Science? it? No, not that. Not this. Oh, this is from like yesterday's. Science himself? Yeah, science was going around uh, spreading the the gospel of science. And like, like JC of LDS, like what uh, most people have said, I am very surprised that this video made it out there. Uh, this is Fauci going around talking to your normal everyday folk. Can someone help me play sound through the computer? That's my bad. All right, there we I go. I heard that it doesn't um, cure it and it doesn't. Um, stop you from getting it. Let's get back no. to the so, beginning. So you're actually protecting, you were to get infected, you could pass it on to them. So you're actually protecting your family by getting it vaccinated. Well, I heard that it doesn't um, cure it and it doesn't um, stop you from getting it. No. So on the very, very, very rare chance that you do get it, even if you're vaccinated, it's a very, you don't even feel sick. It's like you don't even know you got infected. It's very, very good at protecting you. Just the Anacostia, so get up okay. there. Okay. Look at him just, first of all, he's mansplaining <laughs> and white-splaining. The information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot or a vaccination for something. Oh, I love that face. I love that, like, <laughs> we went to the wrong neighborhood. clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to but create vaccinations. Well, it, it used to take years. Okay, it used to. It, it you know how you know how many years were invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science to get us to be able to do it. Twenty years is not enough. And nine months. That's how long ago Robert Malone started working on this technology. Months <laughs> is definitely not no, enough for nobody. Can't put this on YouTube now. You said Robert Malone. Came up with. The only yeah. reason I'm talking to you right now, as close as we are, oh, is she that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if it allow thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something like the common flu then, right? And, and like, like it's much more flu. serious than the flu. Though. Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually yeah. too. You know how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about 20 to 30,000. You know how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all given that died, that's, that's once again, that's you all's number. You gonna pay us. Yeah, definitely. Because when, when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Something yeah, else, it's something I, else going on with that. It is something going on with that. You're right. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, I, well, I won't keep you okay, anymore. It's okay because my, 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 my incentive y'all campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this <laughs> pandemic is. <laughs> that is a white pill right yes. there. Woo! Oh. Oh, I'm so glad I waited until right now to watch the entire video. Look at that. Just, oh, man, that's walked good. away from him as he was speaking the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Get back here, science. Let me tell you something. Okay. He's, I mean, he's going to be labeled as an Uncle Tom, <laughs> you know, far, yeah. far right wing conspiracy, Trump loving black man yep. who's been duped. <laughs> By the conspiratorial right to uh, about the truth. Yep. You know? That's actually why we need to spend millions more dollars on information campaigns. And that's why you got to fight disinformation online. This guy's clearly been a victim to Elon Musk's Twitter. He probably listens He probably listens to Joe Rogan. Yeah. That's and this show. He listens every day, I bet. Hey, what's up, dude? I didn't I, get your name, but good job. I like, I like how she goes, yeah, you're right. You're right. There, yeah. The incentives is messed up. That's kind of messed up. You're right about that. <laughs> I love that. Offering the so they were offering the pay people. I guess so to get it. And he said, "No, nah, there's something something going on with that." Boom. That's fishy. 
How about that? I smell fish. That's a good white pill, right? Great white pill. We're not going to watch this whole video. In fact, I don't even know what's going to come in, but I did see Rand Paul talking to the uh, CEO of Moderna today and questioning him. Apparently, did you know that Moderna paid $400 million to the NIH in royalties? No. Is, isn't that weird? Maybe the government's making a profit. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. So getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process. I don't think I'm all the way there yet, but I'm getting close. But we're always growing and changing. One thing I've learned a lot about is self-awareness and then learning how to understand situations from different points of view. So putting yourself in someone else's shoes and understanding why or how they feel the way they do about something. Now, sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way that we do in specific situations until we talk through it with people and figure out why it is that that's triggering whatever that feeling is. And that that's important, especially for the things that we talk about every day. Well, BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey to self-discovery from wherever you are. Now, I've used therapy in the past. Charlie is still using BetterHelp on a weekly basis, I believe. And I can tell you, it really did help. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GML today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GML. Uh, Moderna recently paid NIH $400 million. Do you believe it creates a conflict of interest for the government employees who are making money now off of the vaccine to also be dictating the policy about how many times we have to take the vaccine? Good morning, Senator. Uh, indeed, we recently made, a, before Christmas last year, a $400 million payment to the NIH for uh, an old patent that they had developed, not related to COVID, but useful in the development of a COVID vaccine uh, to, to prevent for their work. Uh, it's for the U.S. government to assess how that money should be Do you think it used. creates a conflict of interest for the same people deciding the policy of how often we have to take the vaccine to also be making money the more times we take the vaccine? Yes or no? This is for the government to decide. Senator. You have no opinion on whether or not it creates a conflict of interest. Is there a higher interest or a higher... He is right. It is for the government, I guess. That, like, that's not on him to make that decision. Right. You know, that's really on all of us and people in the government. He ends up talking to him about myocarditis. Mm. Got the carditis. Now, we, we know that we officially can't put this on YouTube, okay, now that we've played a video so from C-SPAN. So you're probably mm -hmm. going to have to join the live group. You're going to have to go yeah. to the Fed Haters Club to get the... The full video. Mm -hmm. Higher incidence of myocarditis among adolescent males 16 to 24 after taking your vaccine. So thank you for the question, Senator. First, let me say we care deeply about safety and we're working closely to, with the CDC and the FDA. To Pretty get much a yes or no. Is there a higher incidence of myocarditis among boys 16 to 24 after they take your vaccine? The data I've shown actually, I've seen, sorry, from the CDC actually shown that there's less uh, myocarditis for people who get the vaccine versus who get COVID infection. You're, you're saying that for ages 16 to 24 among males who take the COVID vaccine, their risk of myocarditis is less than people who get the disease. That is my understanding. That sadly. is not true. And I'd like to enter into the record six peer-reviewed papers from the Journal of Vaccine, the Annals of Medicine that say the complete opposite of what you say. I also spoke with your president just last week and he readily acknowledged in private that yes, there is an increased risk of myocarditis. The fact that you can't say it in public is quite disturbing. Hmm. Okay. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> that guy, he sounded French. You know, he doesn't really care. He's only there because his retirement age just got bumped up by a couple of years. You know, he <laughs> thought he was going to be out and the he's door. pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to be getting that pension. Yeah. You know. Uh, okay. So I, I feel like White Pill Wednesday is, has remained fairly White Pill this entire time. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what else was on the list today. So let me see what else we. Oh, it was this thing. We don't have. We don't have to play the video or anything unless you want to play some of it. Also, um, here's the thing. 
this is disturbing. I know that our good friends um, wrote a book about all the agencies, pretty much, right? Um, was was that their, what their book was about? Uh, it wasn't about all the agencies, and also I can't remember which good friends it is that you're talking about. They uh, the podcast. Uh, oh, you're talking about words and numbers. You're talking about Andy Davies. They listed out everything in there to say that we haven't. They were talking about how we haven't done enough to fight poverty, and they listed out all of the agencies that we have that are tasked with fighting poverty. Oh, just for poverty. It was just that, <sighs> and and that list. You know, when I read it on the podcast it took took like four minutes just to read off the names of the agencies that are supposed to be fighting poverty uh but i did this thing today so i got on they're chat. waging a courageous battle they are against poverty yeah i got on chat i think they're losing uh gpt today and this was actually it did not have anything to do with something for the podcast or anything like that i got on chat gpt so i could get a list of the federal departments and the agencies that are underneath them because I had an idea for a t-shirt and I was going to make the American flag and the lines, the bars were actually just going to be made up of letters of all of the agencies that we have. You wanted the all government. the acronyms. So I wanted every acronym that we had, every agency that we had out there. And I figure all that information is out there, Correct. It's all there. So I, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to do this. Maybe chat GPT can actually get me this information. And it turns out, I thought they were going to be able to, but there are so many departments and, main, and agencies. Just at the federal government level. Yeah, just federal government that it crashed three times trying to get me a list of the agencies. Yeah. And so if you're listening right now, this well, part... Well, ChatGPT might have myocarditis. Could be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you're listening right now, um, this part won't be super fun. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube or you can join the Fed Haters Club. But for those of us that are hanging out together right now, um, I say, let's watch what happened. I, so I tried it one time and I realized, wow, it really can't do this. And so I turned my screen recorder on and I started recording every time I went through here doing this. And so let's watch what happens when I do this. I, I don't think I'll leave the song playing. We'll see. I just put it there because it goes for a bit. First of all, I said, sure. I hate the word sure. 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 Oh, I don't really want to. But. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. So check this out. This is just the Department of Agriculture. We got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 agencies under the Department of Agriculture. That's 16 total agencies. Under the Department of Commerce. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I realized I have to speed it up. I ended up going like 4x speed. To get it to go through the whole list. This took forever to do, by the way. 11 agencies underneath the Department of Commerce. Department of Defense, of course. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17, 18, network oh. error, crash. It's like, okay, well, this is a learning machine and do it. And it did do it faster. You know why it, it did even, it faster? It, it didn't it, list all it of cut them. Out, it cut out a bunch of them the next time. Whoa. How many were there the first time we went through the Department of Agriculture? Well, this here are the major departments now. I switched it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it started, what was it, 11 for the Department of Agriculture? And it, no, it was 15. 15? It took 15. it down to four uh, for this pass. The Department of Commerce was 11 and took it down to four. Yeah. Department of Defense, we, we were up to like 15 or 16. Yeah. Now it's at five. Department of Energy, we made it there. 
Department of Education, we did that. Department of Health and Human Services. We got the major agencies. Now we're the Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> now we got the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Department of Interior. We got four agencies now. Oh, now we're going to go to the Department of Justice. Got the ATF there. We got... Oh, network error after the Department of uh, Labor started. All right, let's try the third time. Now it's going to dump the acronyms. No more. <laughs> and no we're back more. to having a giant list once again for the Department of Agriculture for this pass. Grain Inspection Packers and Stockyards Administration. <laughs> And what are a couple of the things in here? The Risk Management Agency is underneath the Department of Agriculture. The Rural Business Cooperative Service. Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. Department <sighs> of Commerce, we got the, the Bureau of Economic Analysis. We got the Minority Business Development Agency. The National Institute of Standards and Technology. NIST. The Bureau of Industry and Security. What do we got here? Advanced Research Projects Agency. Uh, this is energy. Uh, we got the... Oh, Bonneville okay. Power Administration. Bonneville Power Energy Information Administration. Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. National Nuclear Security Administration. Office of Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy. Office of Environmental Management. Office of Fossil Energy. Office of Nuclear Energy. Power Marketing Administration. Office of Energy Energy. <laughs> <laughs> all right so then i i went to what i said here at the end list all federal departments and agencies using only their acronyms see i noticed that it at one time it did it with the acronyms long list it crashed pretty early on second time it went to a shorter list of agencies third time it dumped the acronyms and just did the names and so i was like well it's got to be easier for it to just go through there and list out all the acronyms for me, right? And so I said, list all the agencies, just their acronyms. Okay, I realize this is hard. And it says, I'm sorry, but this is not feasible for me, ChatGPT, to list all the federal departments and their agencies using only their acronyms. The U.S. federal government has dozens of departments and hundreds of agencies, each with its own unique acronym. Attempting to list them in a single response would only be time-consuming, but it could be confusing. And then I asked it, is the federal government so big that ChatGPT cannot list all of the agencies without encountering a network error? Make sure I get to this. Okay. And it says, the federal government of the United States is a vast organization with numerous agencies and departments, while I, ChatGPT, have access to a large database of information that's still possible that attempting to list all of the agencies in the federal government could potentially encounter a network error due to the sheer size and complexity of the organization. It's also worth noting that the number and names of the agencies may change over time as the government evolves and adapts to new challenges and priorities. By the way, all the people who work at all these government agencies, you don't vote for a single one of them. Not one. Not one of them are democratically elected. You think we live in a democracy? You think we're governed by a democracy? Democracy died a long time ago, AOC. Chuck Schumer, Erection Schumer. <laughs> democracy died long before Trump got here. <laughs> Bailey said, well, look at all the jobs they created. <laughs> yeah. It's a jobs program. They did a good job at making jobs. Y'all, if... Quite sickening, actually, just to see it listed out, be, even before the network error. Chat, G, it is. I thought it was interesting just to watch all those department names. ChatGPT has access also, to... Also, how do they communicate with each other? They can't. Like, if I, if I work for the Department of Energy, but I'm on nuclear energy, but and then I'm talking with you, you're an energy energy department. <laughs> <laughs> you're... 
I don't know, you're in spaceship energy or something. What's it? How do we? How do I they, don't know. I don't have to what do is it. That? You got a network error right now? How do I? Is that what's going on? Did you get my? <laughs> I feel like that's how communication would be. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, Did you understand? The government's too big, Charles. That's what I found out. ChatGPT, this massive AI tool that's got access to this massive data. It's got access to all the names. It's got access to all of them as of 2021, I guess. Maybe there's a network error because it listed one it wasn't supposed to. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It can't do it. There are so many, and it takes so long for it to list out the agencies that you guys are paying for remember, that it can't do it. It causes an error. Remember in from Shooter? She says... She talks about the government agencies that don't even have an acronym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and accidentally listed one. Yeah. All right, let's go home. All right, y'all, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, and a foe. Share it with ChatGPT so that um, they, I guess it's they. It? It can learn something mm. from this show, from, from Nate, as I learn something every day from Nate. It's Nate. No problem. Stand-up guy. No problem. Um, share, like I said, share it with everybody. Go to joingmail.com, the Fed Haters Club. It's only six bucks a month. That's a great way to support. Or you can be a real libertarian, like some people are in our group, and we appreciate that. Um, go to natescrashcourse.com for some market information, not financial advice. The, the newest information. The newest real libertarian is Miles, who is Chuck Pilled. Miles, it's someone who is actually on Team Charlie, mm. which there are. Those individuals. There's a few. In fact, yeah. They are strong. Mm. Strong individuals. Strong as I've ever, ever seen. seen. I love them dearly. And um, natescrashcourse.com if you want to learn about market analysis, not financial advice, but it's just, you know, market, just stock market stuff. Things that you should probably get edumacated on. Okay? And then um, leave a rating and review. I don't know what else to say at this point. I'll do a class on how to finish up the podcast sometime. I'm just so, I'm so exhausted at this point. <laughs> this is only episode 952, I'm Charlie. That ain't now. Episode 952. We're not, we're not quite used to ending the podcast yet. No, we're still getting used <laughs> to it. Still got my training wheels on. Yeah. Hey, do all those things I said. And if you do, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Made in America.